You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully everybody is having a good Thursday. Welcome into the Week 13 Guide to College Football. We hope everybody, again, is having a good Thanksgiving. Hopefully you have already caught all of our stuff over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Our articles are already up. The videos are up. We are rock and roll. And I am coming to you from my in-law's kitchen. So hopefully you can hear all right. Everybody, uh, I think everybody's having a good time. Everybody should be watching football by the time you are listening to this. We've got NFL games galore. Going to tell you, we've already got a ton of cancellations this week. And, and let's go ahead and dive through those. Of course, the early Thanksgiving game, Colorado State and Air Force, has already been canceled. Uh, the Friday games, Southern Miss UAB is canceled. San Diego State and Fresno State is canceled. And uh, Saturday, we've had a ton of them as well. Cincinnati and Temple. Oklahoma, West Virginia, Minnesota, Wisconsin, which means that Wisconsin is no longer eligible for the Big Ten Championship game, and Tulsa, Houston, Louisiana Tech, Florida International. Those are already done, and we did have a game from Saturday that has been pushed all the way back to Tuesday, and that's Western Kentucky at Charlotte. You all know how much I love Will Healy, the coach at Charlotte. That is a 9.30 a.m. Central Time kickoff on Tuesday morning. So we will have brunch football on Tuesday next week, and, uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You all know, I've, I've said it multiple times, I love watching Charlotte play. I think Will Healy is bound for big-time things, and, uh, and we will get to watch them on Tuesday. So, before we get into our viewing guide, all that good stuff, uh, biggest news of the week so far, I'm recording this on Wednesday night, by the way, Nick Saban, the head coach at the University of Alabama, has tested positive for COVID. He will not be coaching the Iron Bowl this week. Uh, by the way, I'm doing this solo today, uh, since I am... By myself, Chris has recorded the NFL podcast on Wednesday. This one, of course, coming out Thursday morning. Um, so, yeah, thank you for uh, for listening. Of course, this is a podcast exclusive. This will not be on YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, but we'll, we'll get into it. Nick Saban, positive for COVID. He does have symptoms this time. It is not being treated as a false positive the way that it was for the Georgia game. So, 
It appears that Steve Sarkeesian will be the acting head coach on Saturday for the Tide, and I don't know that it makes much of a difference. The line movement did not happen. We kind of expected that this thing would move from 24.5 down maybe to 21, somewhere around there, and it just didn't. I don't think a lot of people believe that that is going to matter a whole lot. And to be completely honest, I'll give you my opinion on it right now. I think that Alabama is better suited to face Auburn without Nick Saban uh, than any other team. For whatever reason, Gus Malzahn always gets under the skin of Nick Saban. He always finds a way to outduel him, if only because he is so incredibly unconventional. Right? That's the biggest problem that Saban has with him. Saban likes things to go kind of by the book. He likes football coaches to do football coach things, especially in college, and not uh, the trickery, the high school plays, the things like that that Gus Malzahn is known for. And there is nothing wrong with that. That is just a different style of coaching than Nick Saban is used to. And that's why Gus Malzahn gives him problems almost every year. Almost every year. So this year, uh, Saban will not have to deal with it. He will be at the house watching just like all of us. And Steve Sarkeesian, the former Washington coach, former USC coach, and now... Alabama offensive coordinator will be handling play calling duties for the offense along with head coaching duties. And, uh, and that should be interesting. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and do the rundown. Now winning cures, everything.com is the website. All of our previews, picks, podcasts, videos, social media platforms. We do a show Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and that is our live show on YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, and Facebook. You can subscribe at any of those locations. And along with that, we do podcast exclusives along with those shows. On a Tuesday, sorry, on Thursday and on Sunday. On Monday, Tuesday, and Saturday, we do sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF, or you can find us on SBR Picks on YouTube. Now, that is our college football gambling content. You can find that, sportsbookreview.com. Great guys, great crew over there. Make sure you go and check them out. Our articles are already up for the week. We have two videos already up previewing the week's games. Uh, hopefully, you will enjoy it, and make sure that you comment, subscribe, like the videos, all that good stuff. Let's go ahead. We we did this week have the college football playoff rankings, and we have not really reacted to them yet, but let's let's go ahead and do that now. Uh, we start out, well, let's just do 25 through 21 to start. We have Tulsa at 25, Iowa 24, Oklahoma State 23, Auburn 22, Marshall 21. I don't have a real problem with any of these. Uh, it, it seems about right, I guess, maybe. You know, who... The number of games that people have played is so different for basically every team. Who is to know who is actually the best teams, right? Uh, let's go 20 through 16, Coastal Carolina. I feel like that might be a little low, but if you look at the schedule that they have played, there's not a lot of meat on the bone, I would say. Uh, North Carolina at 19, USC at 18, Texas 17, Wisconsin 16, and the Texas thing with 17, maybe a little high, maybe. But they do have, you know, they do have a win over Oklahoma State. Uh, their losses are okay. You know, I, I think that this is a, a decent spot for them. And and obviously, they are playing Iowa State this weekend, who comes in at 13. We'll talk about them in a second. If they get the win, you know, obviously, Texas will move up, and they will be second behind Oklahoma. And those two will be set to face off, so long as they win out, in the Big 12 title game. Moving into 15 through 11, Oregon at 15. That's different than the AP poll, but I think that it's right in this spot. They've only played three games. They have not looked dominant in any of them. I do like Oregon at 15. BYU at 14, uh, that's a little tricky. They've played nine games already, but 
they haven't played massive opponents, and when they did play Boise State, yes, they dominated them, but they dominated a third-string quarterback, and they were uh, severely lacking depth because of COVID issues. So, you know, your your best win was against a team that wasn't them their their best selves. I'll say that. Iowa State at 13, Indiana 12, and Oklahoma 11. Now, Oklahoma at 11 surprised me. Uh, it's it's strange to have Oklahoma 11 and Iowa State 13 because Iowa State did get the win over Oklahoma, but that was a different version of Oklahoma. They have got guys off suspensions. They have got injured defensive guys back. They look like a significantly better team right now than they did. Both teams are sitting at 6-2, and two, so, you know, okay, we'll see what happens. If Iowa State gets the win over Texas, then I would imagine that they will probably jump up, but we'll see. Let's move into the top 10, Miami at 10, Georgia at 9, and that was the shocker, right? What What is Georgia doing in the top 10 here? Uh, Georgia, I think, should be – they should be back around where BYU is and, and move everybody else up a spot. But either way, neither here nor there. Northwestern is at 8, and that is a massive, massive accomplishment for the Wildcats and Pat Fitzgerald. Cincinnati at 7, Florida at 6, and all of those seem okay. Uh, Cincinnati at 7 is the highest-ranked group of five team in the college football playoff ever. So that is a, uh, a big accomplishment for Coach Luke Fickle and that bunch. Moving into the top five, uh, very similar to what we all expected. Texas A&M 5, Ohio State 4, Clemson 3, Notre Dame 2, Alabama 1. And Clemson moves into the three spot, I would assume, because of the win over Miami. Ohio State only has four wins on the season. You know, Clemson's one loss was to Notre Dame, but that was without several defensive starters, without their quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. You know, just a, a lot of a lot of different things. So, all in all, this is the first of many. You know, I, I, I don't put a ton of uh, weight on the college football playoff rankings, especially week to week, because we all know that it is a conversation starter and a television show. That's all it is. It's for us to talk about. So, we are doing our duty, and we are talking about it Right here. Let's uh, let's go ahead and jump into our Week 13 viewing guide, and we'll, uh, we'll let you know what games you need to watch. And I think that's that should be fairly easy this week. Um, a lot of rivalry games, all that good stuff. We do have a full slate on Friday, so we will, uh, we will start off, though, on Thursday. There is one game, New Mexico at Utah State. It's a battle of 0-4 teams, 6 p.m. Central Time, God's Time Zone, on FS1. Utah State is terrible. So I've already got a bet on New Mexico. If you can get them under a touchdown, I would certainly take it. They have at least shown signs of life. Utah State actually could be worse right now than they were to start the season, and that was maybe the worst team in college football. And that is difficult to say considering Bowling Green is out there playing. So either way, uh, you will have Thursday night football. It may not be, you know, the best game in the world, but you, you will have college football on Thursday night, and I'm excited about it. It's on FS1. Uh, New Mexico, Utah State. Let's move into Friday. Friday, we have Iowa State at Texas. And this is going to be a barn burner. It is in Austin, 11 a.m. on ABC. And it doesn't get any better than this. Iowa State can put a stranglehold on the top seed in the Big 12 and a shot at the Big 12 championship game uh, in the Big 12 championship with a win here. If they lose... They are in a four-way tie, and the tiebreakers go against them, and this would put Oklahoma and Texas in the driver's seat for the Big 12 championship game. So we'll see. Uh, I, I tend to think that Texas will find a way to win this game, and I could be dead wrong. You know, I don't know which Texas team is going to show up. Iowa State has looked really, really good as of late, uh, but you can go find more information 
on that game over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAF or either of our videos on SBR Picks on YouTube. UMass at Liberty is 11 a.m. That should be an absolute bloodbath. Uh, that's ESPN3, so that is the streaming service. Nebraska at Iowa is on Fox. That's at 12 p.m. Central Time. Uh, Iowa should demolish these guys. Like, Nebraska is just not a good football team. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Notre Dame at North Carolina at 2.30 p.m. is the highlight game of the afternoon. It, this is the best game of the day. This is the most interesting spot. Notre Dame, of course, had that big, big win over Clemson. They, they staved off the emotional letdown the week after Clemson by beating Boston College. But now Notre Dame has two starting offensive linemen out. They're starting center and they're starting right guard. Both of those guys are out for this game. That could make things interesting because we all know North Carolina can score. They have not done it necessarily against a defense quite as good as Notre Dame's, but I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see what we're going to do here. And, uh, and you know, who knows what could happen in this game. But Notre Dame really needs to win this game. I will, I will tell you that. UCF at South Florida at 2.30 p.m. on ESPN. There's a chance, a chance we could see McKenzie Milton playing quarterback again for UCF after nearly tearing his leg off two years ago in the same spot. So, we'll see. I'm, I'm pumped about that one. That's at Raymond James Stadium. It's on ESPN. Wyoming at UNLV, 3 p.m. on FS1. Uh, okay, you know, whatever. Stanford at California. That is on Fox at 3 p.m. And that, of course, big rivalry game. Neither of those teams very good, but interesting nonetheless. Central Michigan at Eastern Michigan, CBS Sports Network at 3 p.m. And then our ESPN Friday night game is Oregon at Oregon State. This is the Civil War, but I think they decided to stop calling it that for whatever reason. So, uh, so we got the Ducks and the Beavers. And Oregon State has shown signs of life this year. They can actually put up some points. Oregon has not been dominant in really any win so far this year. Uh, Stanford could have kept that game close, even with a backup quarterback, if they had um, hit all four of the field goals that they missed in that first game. You know, they lost 35-14. to 14. Uh, You had 12 more points there, and, and that's a whole different game. So, uh, so that is your Friday slate. Let's dive into Saturday, November 28th. Ohio State at Illinois starts us off FS1 on, uh, sorry, on FS1 at 11 a.m. Ohio State at number four, you know, they, they need to find a way to be a little bit more dominant. They have not dominated really anybody, and I'm, I'm kind of curious about it. I, I, I'm not sure what to make of this team. Justin Fields threw three interceptions last week. That was the same amount that he threw all season last year. Not sure what's happening. That, that might have killed his Heisman hopes because uh, I don't know that they're going to have enough games. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply games to really to boost up his stats, but we'll see. We'll see. If they if they come out and look good here on the road in Champaign, uh, who, who's to say? Who's to say? Kentucky at Florida at 11 a.m. on ESPN. Look, Kentucky missing 18 guys due to COVID, uh, contact tracing, etc. This is going to be a bloodbath. Maryland at Indiana. This one's on ESPN 2, 11 a.m. Central Time. God's time zone, of course. Maryland is interesting. They have not played in a few weeks. They obviously had the COVID issues uh, against Ohio State, so they could not play that game. They could not play against Michigan State. But Maryland is a team that you don't want to trifle with, for sure. I I call him Baby Tua, but it's uh, Talia Tongavaloa. He has looked absolutely fantastic. Indiana, letdown spot coming off of a close loss to Ohio State. That's one to keep your eye on. Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, 11 a.m. on Fox. It could be interesting. Oklahoma State may have just cost themselves the a chance at the Big 12 last week uh, by losing in Bedlam, of course. And they, they did not look good in that ballgame. Just not good at all. Penn State at Michigan, this is the battle of the teams that nobody wants to watch. It's 11 a.m. on ABC, and uh, as Chris calls it, it's just laundry. Neither one of these teams is good. Uh, who's to say, like, Penn State looking for their first win of the season here. If they lose this one, they move to 0-6. That is just not good. Northern Illinois at Western Michigan on ESPN+. Plus. Western Michigan has been dominant. You guys know how much I don't like Northern Illinois' co- uh, coaching staff. Thomas Hammock, I, you know, I, I like the guy. He was not qualified to be a head coach here. Uh, but it is what it is. You know, they, they took a shot on him. It did not work. Uh, I don't know that this will be his last season, but uh, we'll see. Bowling Green at Ohio, 11 a.m. on ESPNU. Eh. Kent State at Buffalo, 11 a.m. on CBS Sports Network. Uh, that one is, is the game of the day to me. I just I don't think it gets any better than that. Those are two fantastic MAC teams. Um, if you want to watch good, fun football, that is going to be your spot. CBS Sports Network, 11 a.m. for Kent State and the Buffalo Bulls. Ball State at Toledo. That one could get interesting. Toledo has looked really good this year. Jason Candle needed a season like this for sure to kind of rehype his own stock. Uh, the Toledo coach had not been been very good over the last few years. SMU at East Carolina. That's 11 a.m. ESPN Plus. That's, uh, you know, I like Mike Houston. I like uh, Sonny Dykes. I like what those guys are doing. Georgia Southern at Georgia State, 11 a.m. on ESPN3. NC State Syracuse on ACC Network. Vandy at Missouri. Now, that is a makeup game. They are setting that game up because Tennessee and uh, Arkansas had COVID issues. So, they took their opponents and put them together and created a game for the ACC Network is what it is. Moving on to the 12 o'clock games, there's only two of them, UTEP at Rice on ESPN3 and Miami, Ohio at Akron on ESPN3 as well. That is the streaming service. Uh, 2 p.m., ESPN Plus has got Coastal Carolina. You all know we love Coach Jamie Chadwell. He came on the show with us a couple of weeks ago, and uh, and the Shants are playing at Texas State. You know, Jake Spavital has got things kind of rolling with that offense, but the defense can stop nobody. I fully expect Coastal Carolina to walk away with that one. Louisiana at Louisiana Monroe is 2 p.m. on ESPN3. North Texas at UTSA at 2 p.m. And then South Alabama and Arkansas State is 2 p.m. on ESPN3 as well. Those two teams have not fared very well after starting the season very promisingly. You know, 
It still should be a fun ball game if that's what you're into. That one's on the streaming service. Moving into the 2.30 slate, and again, this is Central Time. This is God's time zone. CBS has got the Iron Bowl, Alabama and Auburn live from Tuscaloosa. College game day will be there. Nick Saban will not. As I said off the top of the show, Saban is out with COVID. Steve Sarkeesian will be the dude, and I'm excited to see what this looks like. Uh, Alabama players are mad about the way that things went down last year. Can't say I blame them. And they are looking for revenge here. It is not very often that you see Alabama fired up about a game that they are a 24-and-a-half-point favorite in. But that's where we sit now. It's a strange year anyway. Is what it is. Pittsburgh at Clemson. I'm curious about this. It's a 2.30 p.m. ESPN game. It's a 24-point spread. Open to 26-and-a-half. I'm curious if Pittsburgh can't give Clemson a run for their money. Like, this is going to be interesting it's the first game that Trevor Lawrence has come back in. They were supposed to play at Florida State last week. Clemson doesn't appear to be focused on football at all. Dabo Sweeney and his incessant whining about the way that things were handled in Tallahassee on Sunday, I just don't – it doesn't feel like they're ready for this ball game. that they're not even thinking about it. Pittsburgh is good, man. Since Kenny Pickett has come back from injury, they have scored 47 and 41 points. And it's, you know, it's not great teams – but they are able to put up points, and I think they can absolutely stay in this ballgame with Clemson if they are not paying attention to them. And remember, Pitt has already beaten Clemson uh, in Death Valley before. I mean, it was just four years ago that they did this. Pat Narduzzi is no stranger to being able to compete there. This should be an interesting ballgame on ESPN. Uh, number eight, Northwestern at Michigan State. Michigan State is terrible. That one's on ESPN, too. But Northwestern at number eight in the college football playoff poll, they need to keep winning, and they need to look good doing it. Colorado at USC. Colorado is undefeated, and they are one of the more unlikely undefeated teams in the entire country. Uh, Carl Durrell was not supposed to be able to come in and make anything out of this. The roster did not look great. Mel Tucker had not had time to recruit to be able to build it, and yet they've looked pretty good in their win so far, but they have to go to USC. USC, of course, sitting at 3-0. and They finally started to look like the team we expected them to be with a win over Utah last week. That's 2.30 p.m. on ABC Florida Atlantic at Middle Tennessee, 2.30 on CBS Sports Network. And then we move into the 3 p.m. games, and we've got four of them here. San Jose State at Boise State on Fox. That one should be a lot of fun. San Jose State is sitting at 4-0. If they get a win over Boise State, they are set up for a Mountain West Conference Championship game appearance so long as they win their last few games. And this sets them up perfectly to do so. Um this this could be an interesting game. They've covered the last two against Boise State. However, they have not won a game against Boise State in the last 10 years. So they, they have never looked better prepared to be able to get a win there. The Egg Bowl is at 3 p.m. on CBS Sports Network, and I'm I'm pumped. Uh, and this is actually this is actually on the SEC network, but this is going to be a lot of fun. Just a whole lot of fun. Lane Kiffin, Mike Leach, I, I don't know what else there is to say about it. This is this is going to be a fantastic ballgame. Rutgers at Purdue, 3 p.m. on FS1. Blah. Louisville, Boston College. Uh, blah. Who knows if uh, Phil Jerkovich is going to play in that game. That's ACC Network. If he does, I fully expect Boston College to walk away with a win there. Moving into the evening slate, ESPN has got LSU and Texas A&M. LSU still battling COVID issues, etc. This is their first game in three weeks. Uh, Duke at Georgia Tech, 6 p.m. on ESPN3. Kansas State at Baylor, 6 p.m. on ESPN2. 
Memphis at Navy, 6 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. Uh, Navy always give, gives Memphis problems, but Navy's just not a good football team this year, so who knows. Georgia at South Carolina, of course, no Will Muschamp for South Carolina. He was fired a couple of weeks ago. Mike Bobo's first game really as the interim head coach here. Uh, Georgia with JT Daniels looks pretty good. However, they did not show up on defense against Mississippi State. Uh, curious what South Carolina is going to be able to put on the table here. TCU at Kansas, 7 p.m. on FS1. Virginia at Florida State is 7 p.m. on ACC Network. Troy at App State, 7 p.m. on ESPNU. Arizona at UCLA, 7 p.m. on Fox. That one could be interesting if, uh, if only because we are going to have a ton of offense between those two teams. Utah at Washington is the 9.30 p.m. game. That is a a game that was recently scheduled, and it's exactly why BYU did not want to take the game against Washington earlier in the week because their game would have been pushed aside for this one. Uh, And then finally, the late game, of course, Aloha Stadium in Honolulu. It's going to be on Spectrum. Check out Nevada and Hawaii. And uh, and then, as I told you before, Western Kentucky at Charlotte has been moved to Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. So I'm I'm pumped about that one. All right, let's talk about the most to lose this week. And I've got a couple of different options here. Most to lose, I think, would be Notre Dame because I think they can absolutely be beaten at North Carolina. I think that is entirely possible. Notre Dame losing two offensive linemen. I would assume that the backups are going to be fine because that's what Brian Kelly and that offensive line staff do. They, they just churn out NFL offensive linemen every year. So I would imagine that the guys that are behind their starters are going to be okay. But if they're not, North Carolina can put up points. They can absolutely make a game of this. And then there's Indiana going up against Maryland. Maryland is a dangerous, dangerous football team. I'm, you know, I don't think it will happen. Indiana is, of course, an 11.5-point favorite, so they should win this ballgame. But, you know, Maryland is dangerous, and this is an emotional letdown spot. They got all worked up for the Ohio State game last week. The Hoosiers did. If they lose this game, they lose everything that they have built up in goodwill over the last five weeks. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. All right, most to gain this week. I'll start off with the Friday game, and I think that the winner of Iowa State or Texas is is going to have the most to gain this week because the winner is basically going to go to the college football playoff, or not the playoff, but the um, the Big 12 championship game. At the winner of that game it sets themselves up to have a really fantastic year. The loser I mean, who knows? You fall to the dregs after that. But you you have a chance to win a Big 12 title if you win this ballgame. So there's a lot on the line here. The other one that I had for the most to gain would be San Jose State. They have never been better positioned to be able to pull off an upset over Boise State. And they are set up to do it this year. And I know uh, a lot of people do not expect it. Boise State, of course, close to a two-touchdown favorite. San Jose State is 4-0. They have covered every game this year. Uh, both as an underdog and a favorite. This is a fantastic football team, especially with Nick Starkle at quarterback. They have found a running game so long as Nick Nash is in the game. I am pumped about this ball game. And finally, we will close with this, of course, the G5 game of the week. And we have got Kent State going to Buffalo. And no, it doesn't have any implication on the college football playoff, anything like that. But these are two really fun, fascinating-to-watch football teams that can both score the only team on the field that has any kind of a defense is Buffalo, and they have shown that they can uh, they can slow down high up tempo offenses. But I, I don't think that they will completely slow down Kent State. Sean Lewis and what he is doing there is just unbelievable. This team was putrid. Their facilities are putrid. 
And what he has been able to do with turning that program around is just unreal. They've won, I think, eight straight games at Kent State. That's just unheard of. So, Kent State at Buffalo is the game to watch. That is a 11 a.m. Central Time, God Time Zone, or God's Time Zone, ball game on CBS Sports Network on Saturday morning. So, make sure that you tune in to that one. All right. A little bit of a shorter one this week, but that is okay. I'm riding solo, as I said, recording at the kitchen table at my in-laws. Hopefully, you all have enjoyed a little background noise, and uh, and it makes you feel a little more at home because I know most of you are listening at your families and whatnot. We do appreciate you guys for jumping in and uh, and listening to the show and making sure that you are subscribed and all that good stuff. Our numbers have gone through the roof this month. We can't thank you enough for that. We are over 35,000 podcast downloads for the month of November already. And we're not even close to December yet. So we uh, we do appreciate all of you. Share the show out. Tell your friends about it. Make sure you're subscribed everywhere you need to be subscribed. You can find everything you need to know at winningcureseverything.com. Make sure that you head over and check out all of our gambling content on college football over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Or you can jump on YouTube, sbrpicks over there. Very easy to do. Tell your friends about it, all that good stuff. We hope that you are all having a wonderful Thanksgiving with your families, uh, as socially distanced and whatnot as you need to be. And we will see you all again uh, the next go-round. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And what do you say we cash some tickets? Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.